Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, your mama and me RD. I'm a registered dietitian and mama of two. I specialize in nutrition and feeding for infants and toddlers. Welcome to Nutrition for Littles, a podcast dedicated to helping you raise healthy, confident, and intuitive eaters. Nutrition is kind of my thing, and I love sharing it, but honestly, the 30 seconds Instagram gave me on my stories just wasn't cutting it anymore. Join me each week as we go deeper and tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby-led weaning, and fostering a healthy relationship with food, and so much more. I'll try to be short, but I plan on answering your actual real-life questions using your examples. I will walk you through actionable strategies to help you protect and preserve your child's innate ability to listen to their bodies and eat intuitively. Let's jump right into today's topic. All right. Hey, you guys, welcome back to today's podcast. I'm so excited. This one's just going to be kind of like a chat. And I want to tell you basically a story. Okay, so story time. I'm going to tell you my real life example of how I got my four year old to eat something he hasn't eaten in years. So for me, it's cottage cheese. For you, it might be broccoli or asparagus or green peas, or I don't know why I'm just listening green foods, but that's typically the ones I hear moms have the most trouble with. So I think that's why it came to mind. But I wanted to share with you how I got my four-year-old to eat cottage cheese again, because he was staunchly against cottage cheese for about two, two and a half years. So as a baby, cottage cheese was an awesome food that I gave and give my kids frequently. It's I use whole milk cottage cheese, just in case you were wondering. And um, it's just full of healthy fats and protein and calcium and all the things. And it's just easy. Okay. So we do cottage cheese a lot in this house. I know some people are super against cottage cheese, hate it. My husband hates it. Even though he eats every cheese under the sun, cottage cheese, he's out. Okay. So I think it's a really excellent food for little ones, but here's the thing. You don't have to serve cottage cheese, but you can kind of apply these principles to whatever food you struggle with in your home and just kind of substitute it in the best way that you can. But I wanted to share a real life example of this because it's not overnight. It's not an overnight process of, oh, my kid doesn't eat salad. Well, it takes time. And I always say how many exposures and I give an average. And most of you know, it takes more than 20 exposures for a little one to like a food. It could take up to a hundred. And sometimes I think I say that on my social media or on Instagram or whatever, and people just kind of like brush it off and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 20 exposures. No, 20 exposures is a lot because you're not exposing typically every day. I actually don't recommend you expose every day, probably every one to three days. So 20 exposures takes months to accomplish. Well, cottage cheese took years. So here's the details. My son loved cottage cheese as a baby, right around two to two and a half. I forget exactly when it was. He just started rejecting it. I don't know why. I don't remember a a specific interaction or event that caused it, but I know he just stopped eating it. So I gave him a nice long break after trying to give him cottage cheese a few different times and he was still not to it. I gave him a nice long break. Obviously, we don't need cottage cheese in our diet, but it's something that I buy. It's something that we enjoy. So I was bringing it back into the home eventually. So I gave him a break on trying it and then I reintroduced it. Still a no. 
I continued to try to introduce it here and there. It wasn't very like cognizant of me. He has a pretty wide range of foods that he would eat at this point. I've been working on him with some of the foods he was pickier around. And eventually, um, cottage cheese, I probably would say we only offered maybe once a month, maybe twice a month. So it wasn't super common, but he would always reject it. Okay. So what I was doing in this interim time of when he didn't accept it versus today when he told me, I think I might like cottage cheese again. Okay. So in the last two years or so, I would say I would offer it one to two times a month, possibly a little bit more, possibly a little bit less, depending on how much we had on hand. But every time I would give it to him, I would put it on a separated plate or in like a separate dish. And I would literally give him the smallest dollop, you guys. I mean, probably exactly like one bite of a two-year-old is what I would give him. A tiny amount. Sometimes I would mix it with peanut butter. Sometimes I think one time I mashed it up with avocado. One time was blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, lots of fruit. Um, I've done flaxseed. I think that's the only ways that I've really offered it. I'm trying to think back really quick if I've added anything else to it. I don't think so. I think that was it. Just like a lot of fruit, a lot of different textures, a lot of different variety. I think I put it on top of toast one time on top of a bagel. Um, yeah. And I think, oh, and I have mixed it in with our spaghetti as well. That was something that I think worked um, recently is I actually did baked spaghetti and then I didn't have ricotta cheese. So I used cottage cheese. And this goes back to an episode I released a little while ago about sneaking veggies in. This goes for all foods, not just veggies, but I didn't hide it from him that it was cottage cheese. He actually made the spaghetti with me. He saw the cottage cheese. I didn't try to hide it from him. Maybe I didn't like offer up the information, but I definitely was not keeping it from him. And I do believe during dinner at some point it came out that there was cottage cheese in there. I think my husband asked and um, I was honest, you know, it's cottage cheese. So my son had no problem eating that, but he still would not eat cottage cheese on his own. And my daughter came around um, a year ago. And since she's been eating solid foods about six months ago, we definitely eat cottage cheese more often. I find it an incredibly easy food to offer, especially for little babies. They can actually pick it up with their hands. It's easy to scoop with a spoon. Like I said, it's high protein, high fat, um, a great source of calcium as well. So we've been having it more and more frequently. Again, I'm just giving him about one tiny spoonful. And there have been times here and there that I say something. And, and obviously my son's four and a half. So I will say something like, hey, would you like some cottage cheese today? I don't always give my kids a choice, like verbally. I just put it on their plate and say, hey, here's your plate. Every once in a while, I might say something like, hey, would you like cottage cheese on your plate today? That doesn't mean I always give them the option, but for him, and especially at his speech and development um, level, I felt like it was an appropriate thing to do. I would offer it to him. So here and there, I've offered it to him. Again, I've tried different and unique things to get it, um, to get something that he might find interesting. I actually eat my cottage cheese with pears, sliced pears. And so I've done that a few times. I've served it like in the center of a pear, like kind of scooped out, which I actually forgot to mention to you guys, but um, that is another way that I've served it for sure. So anyways, um, oh, and cinnamon. We've had cinnamon and my son loves cinnamon like in his applesauce. So that was a great um, way to introduce it. 
but still wouldn't eat it. So I've let him sprinkle the cinnamon. I'm just trying to give you guys ideas of different ways that I've kind of like offered it. And um, there was really no success for around two years. So this morning I go to put cottage cheese on my daughter's plate and she's loving it, just like playing with it and picking it up and putting it in her mouth and trying to scoop it up with a spoon. She's a little over a year right now. And um, I think my son watching her got really excited to try it himself. And so then he looks at me and he goes, can I have some cottage cheese? And this was a morning that I had offered him verbally if he wanted some and he said no. Um, and I didn't put it on his plate. Now, again, there are certainly times where I just put it on his plate and say, hey, here's your plate. Um, but this morning I happened to just offer verbally. He saw his little sister playing with it and eating it and loving it. And he said, hey, can I have some cottage cheese actually? And here's the thing. If I would have over the past two years or however long would have at any point said something to the effects of you don't like cottage cheese, made a statement, period at the end, end of story, you don't like cottage cheese, I've labeled you and now you don't like cottage cheese. It's a lot harder for him to come to me and say, hey, can I actually please have some cottage cheese or even start taking a bite. And I even noticed in him when he was eating the cottage cheese this morning, he kind of like smiled and smirked and kind of had this like (laughs) aura about him of like, yeah, I'm kind of changing my mind. I hope this doesn't like bother you, you know? And I think it's just funny how us as humans, our brains are constantly trying to grasp at this idea of labeling ourselves and following like certain guidelines and rules. And we love that as humans, like that's literally in our nature. But what we don't, what we want to avoid doing is giving them their own rules and guidelines that they feel like they have to follow. We leave it up to them actually being able to change their mind and have different experiences every day. And there's actually been times in my life where I say something like, oh, I don't typically enjoy mushrooms, but today they're really hitting the spot. I've actually said those things in front of him before. So today when he decided to change his mind about um, cottage cheese, he looked up at me and he said, I didn't really used to like cottage cheese, but now I think I do. I think I do like cottage cheese and kept eating it. And you know what I did? Head down, barely nodded at him and said, oh, okay, thanks for letting me know. I said it in a way to kind of let him know that, hey, anything you want to tell me about your food is perfectly safe. I'll hold that information for you until you decide to change your mind. I leave it open-ended. He can, of course, decide that he no longer likes cottage cheese the next time he eats it. I'm not going to hold him to it. I'm not going to say something like, but remember last time you loved it. You loved the cottage cheese. You said you changed your mind. Our toddlers reserve the right to change their mind, and so do we. So that is the stance we take at the table. But I have to tell you, it felt like such an incredible win for me that it took two years for my little one to eat cottage cheese. Now, again, fill in the blank with whatever food and you might be on the other side of this microphone being like, hey, uh, excuse me, cottage cheese isn't a healthy food. <laughs> like, I feel like there's probably some of you out there that feel that way. First of all, all foods fit. And I do believe cottage cheese actually packs a super powerful nutritional punch. But that's beyond the point. I just want you to fill in the blank with whatever food you struggle with, whatever food your little one struggles with, because this is possible for you. But it does take time. It's not overnight. And I will tell you, there was a period of time where he didn't even want cottage cheese on his plate. He would 
push it away. He would cry. He would throw a tantrum. And then eventually we got to the place where I could put it on his plate and just tell him, hey, you don't have to eat it. And he was just neutral about it for a really, really long time. And no matter which and how I presented it to him, I think really the kicker for him to see his little sister enjoying the food is was so important to his mentality of flipping that switch of, hey, maybe I can like this too. And then sure enough, as soon as he tasted it, he liked it. So that pressure is not coming from me. It's not even pressure coming from his sister. It's just the experience of us eating as a family. So I want to share that win with you because sometimes I think in our heads, we think our kids should catch on faster or whatever, or maybe even some of you assume out there that I have like perfect eaters at home. And if that was the case, I don't think I would have this account because I wouldn't be interested in what I'm interested in. I would just assume that every kid is easy peasy like mine and it's no problem. My kid specifically resonates or, um, honestly repels with certain language, which is again why I think I focus on that just as much as I focus on plate strategies for you. So anyways, I hope this was helpful for you because honestly, it's a process and it's not like we just woke up and my son likes all foods. Um, I shared a while back on my stories about how my son eats salads. And I think that was really... um, like eye-opening to a lot of people because I shared like, hey, this has been a process. We started with cut up tomatoes. We added lettuce around two years of age. We had to shred it. We slowly added different portions and parts of the salad to my son's plate over time. And then he watched us eat hundreds of salads in front of him with like no big deal around them. And now he eats salads. It's because of our mindset. It's because of the atmosphere at our table. And it's because we just kept trying in a super neutral, non-committal and non-pressure way. It takes a lot. And if you're interested in learning how to do this more for yourself, like step-by-step guides, I highly recommend you click below to get on the waitlist for my Table Talk program. It's my picky eating program where I walk you through things like this, how to expand your little one's accepted food list, and how to really work with them and not against them at the table. It brings peace to the table and really focuses more on the connection and positivity while also making sure our little ones are getting enough and feeling good about what we're putting on the table. Okay, you guys, that is all for today's episode. I hope this was helpful for you to hear a little bit of a story and behind the scenes of my life with my kids and how this really works in real life and how much time sometimes it takes for our little ones to like the food. And by the way, and I think most of us have probably a handful of foods that we just don't like. And that's going to be normal too. So of course, our goal is to get them exposed frequently to all different foods so they can make that decision on their own. But I did just want to remind you that it's also okay if they grow up to be adults and still don't like mushrooms like myself. (laughs) All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in and I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring some peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your hashtag mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review. You can find more from me on my Instagram at mama and me rd. That's mama.and.me underscore rd. And please feel free to send me any questions or comments you may have. 
email me at alyssa at mamaandmerd.com. Until next week, mamas. <laughs>